Welcome to Big G in Conversation, the podcast from inside Guelph City Hall. Hi, I'm Wendy King, and on today's show, we're talking with staff from Economic Development and Tourism, the city's Community Emergency Management Coordinator on planning for Guelph's economic recovery as the COVID-19 pandemic continues. We'll explore business continuity, how city programs have pivoted during the pandemic, and development of the economic development and tourism strategy. Our topic is economic recovery during COVID-19. Joining me is Jane Holmes, DCAO of Infrastructure Development and Enterprise, John Regan, General Manager Economic Development and Tourism, and Brendan McMullen, Community Emergency Management Coordinator. Welcome everybody. Thank you. Hi Wendy. So here we are still talking about pandemic all these months later and obviously recovery from it. So Jane, if you could start us off with what kind of programming and partnerships are in the works for economic recovery in Guelph? Thanks, Wendy. So thanks for having us today. This is such an exciting topic for us to talk about. We've got lots going on um, in economic development and tourism. So we're happy to share that with you. Um, just to pick up on, on your question and a couple of things that we've got going on, of course, uh, we've got our, through our Guelph Shops uh, program, we've got our uh, encouraging people to buy local. Uh, we're still uh, doing that. We've been doing that for a while, but it really um, helps people to keep the money in Guelph and to also for us, an opportunity for us to highlight some of our uh, small businesses and some of the unique offerings that they have in Guelph. We have... Um, working with our Grow Guelph partner um, with some recovery initiatives and some of those include digital commercialization through our digital Main Street program and also through our green recovery. Um, we've got lots of different kinds of businesses, you know, we've got some transition into businesses that are working from home. So anything we can do to support those businesses, not just start up, but to be successful as they continue is really important to us. So business retention um, is important to us. What we're finding is um, that those businesses that have managed to battle through COVID and come out the other side are really coming in, uh, coming along stronger than ever. So we're really excited about that. I know that, Wendy, we're going to be talking about uh, the municipal accommodation tax um, a little bit later on. But that is just such a great opportunity for us. It's really a game changer. It allows us to uh, leverage some funding support for our tourism operators. And so um, we have a, a program called See You in Guelph. It's a, um, an opportunity where uh, you can have a two-night stay in Guelph, and then we give you a $100 visa card to spend in the city of Guelph. So that's really just a, a great um opportunity for us to partner with our tourism operators um, and encourage people to come to Guelph and enjoy everything that the city has to offer. That sounds like a really fun, great it, program. Yeah, it does. Yeah, we're really, we're pretty excited about it. Um, but then also, you know, we've had, uh, you know, great success in, in some other areas as well. Recently, we had our Guelph Works Epic Job Fair. So that was a huge success. It, uh, we had 225 attendees. We had over 25 businesses. And what that does, Wendy, is that really focuses on workplace development. So uh, with, with um, uh, Grow Guelph, we were able to partner with our educational uh, partners and also our business uh, partners so that when uh, new new um, 
graduates are coming out of school, they have an opportunity to uh, make sure that they are well prepared to go into the workforce and our businesses also help us um, let our educational partners know what is what they need. So there's a good match there as well. So uh, great partnerships with our uh, workplaces and our businesses in Guelph, um, along with our post-secondary schools. So we'll be focusing on that uh, a lot going forward. And um, and then also our employment survey program. So for re really for us, uh, we are becoming um, you know fueled by data. When you have information, it really helps track where where you need to go, where the help is needed. So um, when we have that business information, uh, we can input that into you know our customer management tool that doesn't just help us in economic development and tourism, but also helps in other areas of the city with uh, with our parks uh, area, with our comms, with our with our fire department. So um, lots, when we have that information, there's a lot of opportunity to make sure that we're connecting all the dots, not just with economic development, but uh, with all other areas of the city. And John reminds me a lot that, you know, everybody is in economic development and tourism. Um, all areas of the city really input into the success of our, of our businesses. But, you know, we're pretty, Pretty excited about our economic development and tourism strategy. It does lay out the framework for the next few years. Um, it was, uh, the council was very excited about endorsing it and it does you know, lay out the framework, but in it, it um, you know, there's lots of uncertainty in our, um, in our economy right now. Um, and it just builds in touch points for that uncertainty and uh, allows us to be flexible for the needs of our community going forward. So uh, speaking anyway. of all the great things you've got going on, um, one of them is that I, I always see um, advertised and I always think I've got to get there is your uh, farmer's market. Yes. So you got some additional funding. So how's that going to happen? We we love it when uh, yeah when uh, other areas of government come to Guelph with checks. It's awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, at the end of April we were. Uh, it was great to have um, the Honorable Helena Jazet come to visit us. Uh, she gave uh, she came with a grant check of seven hundred thousand uh, dollars to improve the Guelph farmers market, and it's going to be. Um, that's for a couple of things. It's for the revitalization of the Guelph Farmers Market, um, uh, of the of the actual structure itself, but also to uh, change our programming a little bit and to increase the hours, um, and also our vendors as well. So, a couple of things going on with that. Um, it's we do have uh, that money is going to be invested in the actual infrastructure. Um, so, for instance, uh, a new accessible main entrance at Wilson Street. Um, some outdoor gathering spaces, flexible indoor gathering spaces. Uh, John and I were talking last night about uh, uh, the new shared community commercial kitchen. We're all about food, Wendy. So um, <laughs> <laughs> anywhere where they're making food is, is uh, we're there. Uh, but Love we're it. pretty excited about the programming that that's going to be able to provide for our community. Uh, but and also making sure that our occupant limits. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't sound that sexy when we say, oh, we're going to increase our occupant limits, but that does be, be able to provide some flexibility and some opportunities in terms of of what we're able to uh, provide. So it's investing in um, what is right now an underused asset to make sure that it's uh, able to accommodate um, some of the these this different kind of programming. Um, but what an example of great partnership between 10C and the city. Um, Wendy, we couldn't be happier. 
um, that how 10C is uh, going to be moving forward this, with this. And neither can council. When we when we went to council with our program, just correct me if I'm wrong, John. I don't think council really had a lot of questions. It was all kudos, and it was unanimously. Um, supported so they are really excited about us as well about the vision and so um, it's a 200 year old tradition um, we are looking to expand the programming um, of you know with these infrastructure changes allow us to expand the programming so that we're not just on Saturday mornings that uh, we can increase it to uh, seven days a week uh, doing all kinds of stuff so we are so excited about that um, and so this year, you, we're going to be seeing some changes, Wendy, as uh, as this spring and summer go on, those changes will start to happen. But by next year, we'll be raring to go with all these uh, additional uh, programming aspects. And uh, we're really excited to see how that how that turns out and how that uh, ties into some of so many tentacles. It just ties into a lot of other stuff that's uh, going on in the city with our circular economy and uh, being able to support our businesses. So. Um, and the, ven the vendor feedback even so far has been really great. So we couldn't Amazing. be more pleased with this, with the partnership that we have with the Guelph Farmers Market in Tennessee. Great. So, John, just to bring you in um, on, on some of what Jane was saying, but also that word pivot. It's kind of become a buzzword, I guess, of COVID, <laughs> basically meaning you had to find new ways of doing stuff, uh, which Guelph has certainly done. Um, so, if you could just maybe touch on that a little bit, for instance, what kind of programs have you tweaked or, you know, changed in a great way if, if anything comes to mind? Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks, Wendy. Um, and Jane, farmers markets are very sexy. I'm just saying. <laughs> and just, just as sexy are seasonal patio programs. So those yes. are one of the programs uh, that got set up quite, quite, uh, quite quickly. Uh, and very efficiently um, with uh, with city staff here in economic development tourism, and um, I think it's all the other departments as well were so helpful in in the city actually just even pivoting and how we normally did things, and so it's uh, it's been quite successful. So the seasonal patio program this year, um, we have 51 patios citywide. Uh, there's still a few in the approval stage. Um, and um, we're learning lots, Wendy. Like we we uh, we're developing kind of a standing operating procedure now, so things will just go so much smoother. But the the general uh, consensus is the the restaurants love them, and uh, um, it has a profound impact on our economy and in, in how we pivoted. It creates jobs, uh, it creates commerce, and uh, brings people into the downtown and brings people into the city of Guelph. So. That's because uh, the patios are not just downtown; they're citywide. Right, and and just speaking of downtown for a sec, how would you say it's really helped downtown? I mean, I, I could imagine traffic would be up for one thing. Yeah, so traffic uh, traffic is up. So as we come out of the pandemic, so obviously, if if you um, if you recall, obviously the the seasonal patio on street program was created as a as a response, um, a rapid response to uh, the the economic downturn, obviously that that crippled our, our uh, tourism uh, and hospitality industry. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, so what we're seeing is more people coming down. Uh, this, the patio program, um, we, I don't know, maybe we'll see a little bit uh, less uptake going further down because now inside di dining is allowed, uh, but we always have a patio program. It can be on side sidewalks or it can be on roadways. 
uh, how, how do you think it's it, it, obviously it was one of those things that, you know, a few places did it ages ago, like pre COVID and then, and then you really ramped up, but in the last two years, it must've just gone crazy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Jane, did you want to jump in? Yeah. Crazy is a great word for it, <laughs> but it's uh, but it also has just changed the feeling of the downtown. So it just brings energy. Um, it's made the downtown. We have such a great downtown in, in Guelph. Um, you know, I've been in here uh, just under a year and, um, you know, we're trying to visit all the, I'm doing like a little bit of a restaurant tour going around, just trying different things. Um, but it's, it just changes the, uh, the so much opportunity and the so much energy in the downtown and they really deserve it. So, um, I think it's just, um, I know that yeah, traffic issues are, do become an issue when, uh, when we have, um, patios in the downtown they take up parking spots but again it's all about uh, trying to figure out what is best for everybody to make sure that our downtown is thriving so really change the energy and um, you know make it a, making it a destination place which is what our downtown deserve it's the heart of our city for sure so maybe not as sexy as a farmer's market this new tax oh no that will is... disagree. he'll be so excited about this <laughs> that is okay sexy. money is so <laughs> sexy wendy that's true <laughs> a new municipal accommodation tax so what is that and what prompted it yeah so this uh guelph is one of the cities uh um I, would, I don't want to say late to the game, but we they certainly took uh, some time to prepare for it. A lot of engagement went into it. So this is um, allowed by provincial legislation that happened in 2017. Staff have been working on it since 2018. Um, it's, so what it allows is when visitors come, uh, so on their accommodation portion only, there'll be 4% added to that. Um, we're thinking it's going to generate about $800,000 uh, a year. Pre-COVID, it would have been about a million. Uh, post-COVID, or uh, we're thinking maybe a little bit less, but ramping up. Um, that money gets uh, split with, uh, so we've entered or entering into an agreement uh, with the Guelph Chamber of Commerce to help us with the destination marketing component only. Um, and we're super excited about the revenue it's going to bring in specifically to the tourism and hospitality industry. And it is about heads in bed. So it's all about overnight stays. But anything that we can do with that money um, to uh, to nurture that process. So it's about developing products when people come, like itineraries. But we want them to stay overnight and visit our stores and our restaurants, um, and the entire city, not necessarily just the downtown, but the entire city is bringing tourism to to uh, to Guelph. So that tax is like if um, you're at a hotel and it's just part of the bill, like we've seen in other cities, like you said. So that impacts uh, guests to your city, but no impact to residents who live there? Correct. Yeah. So the impact is certainly very positive. And it's also positive for the for the individuals paying the 4% because it allows us to uh, create uh, better experiences. Like we have awesome experiences already, but People want authentic experience uh, vacations or visitations uh, to where they go. Um, the, uh, yeah, sorry, I wandered there. No, that's okay. No, I was just curious. That, so it, that doesn't impact people who live there. No, it does not. But I also want to say it, sorry, Jane, it's also, it's not just the hotel. Um, so the tax gets applied to the online um, uh, accommodation providers as well. So like the Airbnbs. Uh, they're they're also required to to collect the four percent, and 
that money comes in and uh, Jane gets to approve how we spend it, right, Jane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, when we talk about how it will affect the quality of life for our residents here in Guelph, I mean, that what we noticed is Wendy was when we were uh, presenting the uh, the mat to to our council what was wonderful was that already council had so many great ideas about what we might be able to you know use that uh, mat for they were talking about musical festivals um, leveraging our our extensive heritage inventory bike tourism um, so there's lots of ideas that were coming up so uh, like residents won't pay this tax. This tax is paid by those visiting Guelph, but um, that money will be invested into events that just make your quality of life here in Guelph really great. So, you know, when you're looking for something exciting to do, um, you don't have to go outside of Guelph. It's right here um, and you can enjoy um, all these fun and neat things to do right here in your hometown. And it doesn't get much better than that. And then, you know, other other residents from municipalities nearby can come and join us. And uh, Guelph becomes the, the destination place that it is. We've got so much to offer here in Guelph. And, um, you know, it's wonderful that our residents will uh, see some benefit of this as well, uh, but also invite people to discover Guelph if they haven't already. Mm -hmm. Brendan, sorry to, I uh, didn't mean to ignore you, but we got kind of on a tangent there. But <laughs> Brendan, can you talk to us about uh, business continuity? What What is that exactly? Yeah, for sure. So basically what business continuity is, is it's creating a plan to be able to deal with uh, or respond to some of these difficult situations, incidences, disruptions. So similar to what we learned during COVID is that it impacted so many people. So what business continuity does is it really prepares organizations to be able to respond to events like that or other events that might happen throughout the city. There's uh, there's quite a few things that are included within the business continuity plans. One of them is a risk assessment. So with the risk assessment, we're looking at the risk to our area so that we can better plan, better prepare specifically for those risks. And then we start to look at the business impact analysis, which by doing that, we're looking at what services we can't afford to lose. So we start to focus on the key services so that if we have something major happen, we know which ones we got to keep going. And then we can look at what other ones we might be able to redeploy staff from. So there's those parts. And then we start to get into response strategies, which makes sense, right? Throughout all of COVID, we had to learn how to respond to each of the uh, provincial announcements that came out. So by having some response strategies already outlined, it makes things that much easier. And then we also have a few other parts on how do we communicate it and uh, and how do we test and train it regularly so that it works, right? So we know that we could prepare the plan, but if we don't use it, know how to use it, then it doesn't do it do us must much good so how how do you figure that covid has um maybe changed or impacted how you handle continuity so it's taught us a lot about technology one thing it's taught us a lot about people so we've learned how valuable and how much impact covid could have so one of the main things we are doing in the city was making sure we can keep everyone safe and healthy because the impacts we've seen across the board and other businesses have faced have had huge impacts on them being able to deliver those services so we learned how to utilize technology to the best ability, move stuff virtually, remotely, over the phone, any way we could think of uh, providing that service. So there was, so we did that. We did, uh, and then we also had uh, kind of worked with our 
with with our teams to make sure we kept staff staff safe throughout it as well. Um, because I know you did a lot of um, people were, as you mentioned, working remotely, or sometimes you didn't come directly to City Hall anymore to do stuff. You did it in another way. Will some of that continue though? Like I imagine some of us like, well, that kind of works. So maybe we'll keep going with that. Yeah, so I can let uh, Jane add in, but are sure. we, we've learned quite a bit through in the city and how we want to move forward with it and some of the things that we'll keep in place. And uh, I know from the executive team, we've received some direction on how that may look, so. Yeah, so if I, I'll jump in here, Brendan. Mm -hmm. So um, Wendy, you know, when, when for years, uh, our, our uh, sector has been talking about, you know, uh, doing more remote working, um, not necessarily having to come into the office. Office space is challenging for municipalities and it's an expensive space. Um, so how can we mitigate that going forward? Um, and so when COVID came along, we just had to do it. And uh, no matter where you were or where you working when COVID started, um, there was that pivot word that everybody hates, but we had to do it. Um, yeah. it, it, it forced us to uh, jump leapfrog ahead where we where we normally were so we've been talking about it for years now you got to do it so what a shame it would be to undo all of that and go back to where we were um, when we were already moving forward to where we wanted to go um, and it gave us a chance just to you know how is it going to work what are the logistics the technology is so important um, so it fast forward a lot of those things that uh, that we were already contemplating anyway so we don't want to go back to to where we were um, so at the city of Guelph, we are looking at, um, for those who can do it, a, uh, a hybrid work model. So coming in at least two days a week. What we're finding is actually is that people are coming in uh, more because they're just so excited to see everybody. Um, you know, there's a social thing. It's like, it is let a me social just let, thing. Let me get dressed properly and see people. <laughs> like, it's true. It's That's a good it, part yeah, of it. Yeah. And just to have those conversations in the hallway. And, uh, you know, we were at an awards ceremony yesterday for the OPWA where um the city of Guelph was getting a, a few awards for some things. That's a whole other show, though, Wendy. So <laughs> okay, we'll, do we'll, that we'll talk <laughs> about that at some point. But just the buzz in the room, you know, it was just heightened and electric and just uh, humans need to be around other humans. So it's trying to strike that balance between making sure that we're leveraging what we've already learned through COVID, uh, making sure that uh, we're making smart decisions on what we want our workplace to look like going forward you know employees are you know employees are on the move uh we're um we're trying to uh we've got a lot of recruitment uh people leaving the industry we've got a lot of recruitment gaps that we're trying to fill so what makes a workplace um appetizing for someone why would they come to guelph when they can go to anywhere else it's not about money anymore it's about all these other things on how we uh, manage our workplace so we're really excited about where that's going to lead us and uh, you know it's all about making sure that you learn as you go along as well so making sure you're asking those questions you know you try you uh, see where you land uh, do lessons learned and then make it better as you go along Perfect. Uh, that was really fascinating. I, I learned a, a lot from what you all are planning and Guelph is always so forward thinking. So that's amazing. So thank you so much uh, for your time and your all your information. Uh, Jane Holmes, John Regan and Brendan McMullen. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you. Wendy. Thank you for having us. I'm Wendy King with the City of Guelph's Big G in Conversation podcast. Thanks for joining me. If you have ideas for a show or comments, you can email 
biggpodcast at guelph.ca. Until next time, take care and let's keep the conversation going.